Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So we've got five shows tonight. We've got The Walking Dread, Resident Alien, Snowpiercer, Star Trek Discovery, and the season three premiere, or two, season, sorry, season two premiere of Picard, which was awesome. And I will welcome a co-host. Both co-hosts are here now. Yay. Good evening, Hello. ladies. Hi, guys. How are you? You sound like you're I'm still good. sleeping, Jamie. Oh, no, I'm awake. I, my asthma is bothering me really bad. I'm like, I feel like I'm sitting here doing that. I'm not, but I feel like I am. Yep, we're a mess of a crew tonight. Jamie's asthmatic and tired. DJ had no power all day, and I, I have a broken ankle. <laughs> I forgot about your ankle. <laughs> How you doing? I broke, yeah, I just, uh, <laughs> I'm okay. I had to, I was supposed to go on a business trip, and I had to cancel it because the um the travel doctor, who I go to for all my vaccines, was like, are you kidding me? There's no way you can get on a plane unless you're in business class, <laughs> um, which was going to cost $7,000. <laughs> so... Um, I had a well, that's when you tell them to work. They have to fork it over, and then it makes it work. Yeah, Although and now I know exactly. I know exactly how valuable I am on this project, and it's less than seven thousand dollars, and I'm worth to them. <laughs> uh, no, you know they worry about um, swelling and DVTs and stuff like that. So I canceled yeah. my trip, and I'm just home, and. Uh, here with you, which is great. That means I won't be away next week for the podcast. You guys will have the pleasure of my company next week. Yay. Oh, yay. So, um, yeah. So, and I, uh, yeah, that was my week, broken ankle. Um, so, we have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about tonight. Yes. Yep. Uh, so, you guys should. should we... Start with jump, The Walking Dead. It shouldn't, right it shouldn't take that bread. long. The walking sure. Dread, yeah. <laughs> um, not a great episode. Uh, I mean, there is no great episode on this show anymore, right? Like, there's no such no, thing as a great episode like of Walking Dead. List. I mean, I don't so, know. I thought it was decent. I... I liked it better the second time I watched it. I watched it, you know, right last week, and I told you I thought it wasn't that great. I watched it again today. No, when? Yesterday. And I found it to be a little – well, I found it to be even more ridiculous. I found parts of it to be um, more entertaining than I did last week, I guess. Like, even even a less plausible story on second watching, but, like – more entertaining. I never said it was plausible. Uh, no, I, I didn't say you did. I don't know. No, I, don't. <laughs> I never said that. Um, uh, overall, like, 
I don't know. The Commonwealth storyline is turning out to be not very interesting to me. So, I mean, I know they've only been there two days, but uh, two episodes, but, you know, some characters were there last season. And I'm finding it to be, I don't know, not good. Um, and I know there are some, some viewers who've read the comics have been suggesting that maybe they should have just ended it and just left out the Commonwealth, that maybe the Commonwealth is not a good storyline to have tried to bring to the screen, particularly with all the major characters off the show, right? Like there's a lot of the Commonwealth that goes on with Rick and Carl and Michonne and Dwight. There's a big Rick-Dwight thing that happens there. Um, And instead we have all this sort of boringness with like Eugene and Connie, like, I'm really fine. Like, I like Lauren Ridloff, and I used to like Connie's character a lot, and I think the Connie storyline is ridiculous. Um, the stuff with the journalism. Uh, yeah, I don't quite get the point of – although I don't understand why they kept some of the jobs they've kept in that town, to be honest, like what the point is. But maybe it's just to make it feel normal. I don't know. I don't know. It, I, I mean, thought, I'm not ahead, saying it was, it was overall, you know – plausible, but um, I don't know. I just, the, the whole thing of um, of Eugene and um, Princess looking for her, I thought it was pretty good. And I also felt really bad. I, I like Eugene. I have, well, I'm, I really felt really bad for him because at first it's like he finally got something happy and then it screwed him. And um, I also found it interesting, though, because I had um, even even said this to Josh and asked about it, is the one thing that I keep wondering is about Hornsby because it seems pretty obvious he's bad. But when I look at people in The Walking Dead, I, I feel like there's levels of bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like asshole and there's like evil, you know, alpha and thing, you know, places in between. And it just it struck me as kind of interesting because the things he said to Eugene, it was true. Like. Yeah, the thing that happened, him bringing them there, it was true. He, they did save them. Everything so far, for the most part, has been better for them. So, and I, and I told you this the other week, too. I had said to you, would you rather be out starving and having to fight walkers or rather be in an inside place where you have food and you don't have to do that? And it, it just, I don't know, it just makes me think, and, it, and it's about, too, what um, – Lauren Rudolph had said during that one call, which is that, like, to them, happiness isn't necessarily, like, your main goal, their main goal anymore, because they're trying to survive. Like, it, I don't know. I just thought some of what Hornsby said was interesting, because it just got me thinking about it, and, like, questioning if the place is bad, if the place is good, if there's, like, certain levels of things you accept because you have a place to live. I don't know. But I did feel really bad for Eugene, and I thought the reveal was pretty cool, even though kind of you wondered because of the whole changing the actress that played the character and everything, and that was kind of all over the Internet. But, you know, Walking Dead, they publicize everything. So speaking of, which we'll get to that, the new show, yeah. we'll get to that when we're done. I mean, so, so I'm going to take issue, not take issue, but uh, like – I don't think that Hornsby, the idea that Hornsby is bad, I mean, I, I don't really see an indicate. like, I mean, okay, so setting aside, is anybody even really good or bad? They're, that's not so black and white, but I, I don't think I've seen an indication that he's a 
bad guy, not certainly not in the way Negan was a bad guy. He's not trustworthy. He's not telling the truth. Hornsby's not telling the truth. But I don't know that he's evil. Hornsby's not telling the truth, and he doesn't want them to know certain things and is trying to make them think certain things. But he's not a bad guy, and he actually. So in this week's episode, when it turns out that you know the money he's paying is being withheld from the from the workers. Um, and he takes action right away to make sure that they get the money um, and that this abusive boss is removed from power. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, he does the right. He, he's not necessarily in exploiting those workers. I mean, okay. So, no. I think he has, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think he, it seems to me that he definitely has ulterior motives for some of the stuff he's doing though. Like it seems to me that there's something he's after. Oh, well, um, I think it's obvious I mean, I think that he's, you can watch I think the it's obvious that too, he's plus, but sorry, go ahead. To me, sorry, I interrupted you. To me, it seems obvious that he's very ambitious and he seeks more power, um, and that yes. he may wish to depose his bo- Pamela or. Well, he even, um, I mean, he, he even makes also, a comment, and I don't remember which episode this was in. Sorry, I was just going to say really quick. He said something to Carol about. I think it was him that said it to Carol. Something about some people want power for the sake of having power. I feel like he's one of those people. <laughs> like oh, no. he seems, and I, and I could be completely wrong, but I feel like he wants the power. Um, most well, definitely. I don't. So, but so I don't know. look. I know. I know more about his story from the comic book. I, I will say that he. Um, I think it's Pamela who wants power for the sake of power. Pamela is the child. Her father was president of the United States, and I think she wants. She just thinks she's entitled to be the, the governor. Like Pamela has no. As far as, as far from what we've seen on television, she has no qualification for being the leader other than that she comes from a political dynasty. You know, um, that's the reason that she's the governor. You need to watch the one that's on AMC Plus because now I have more All right, questions but Jamie, for you. We're talking about, no, we're not talking about saying, that, right? No, no, I'm just saying I think I have a different point of view because I have no clue of the comic book. And I want to talk about it because I'm curious before I do well, this interview. Yeah, um, and I – but. Uh, but I'm basing yeah, that on what know. we've seen on the screen. What I've seen on the screen so far is that she said that her father was a president. She never said one thing about her having any experience. At least um, that woman who was the leader of Alexandria before Rick got everybody killed um, had been in Congress. Which, yeah. I mean, let's argue. We could also argue that Congress doesn't actually do anything useful in terms of knowing how to run a city, right? But um, uh, they're legislators, not managers. Well, but at any rate, I Carly think knew her before, but that was because of her father, right? They made a comment what? about she knew. Yeah, he had they worked for her family. Of, that was because of her father. Yes. Okay, that's what I wanted. He had worked yeah. for her family. I don't know in what capacity. I don't know. But she comes from a long line of politicians, and that's why she's the leader there. Not because she earned it in a way that, like, okay, like, we can argue whether Rick was a good leader, but at least everybody was like, Rick, please be the leader. Please be the leader. Or Jack on Lost, everyone's like, please be the leader. Please be the leader. Like, as far as we know from what we've seen, she was just like, my dad was a president, so I'm a great leader. Right? Yeah. Like, that's all we know about yeah. her. Although, um, to be fair, what about all the kings and queens? I think about England's monarchy, and I think, hmm. No, but they grow up. Well, yeah, but, but, but something we've they, never, we purposely have never had in the United States. Right? right. Right. I know. I'm just um, thinking of that when you said that. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think... I think the jury's out on um, on what 
anybody's motivation is. I also think that, you know, if you think that he's, and not basing this on the comic at all, by the end of the episode where we see Hornsby having secret meetings with people at night, I mean, that sounds like a person who is like maybe planning against his boss, right? Yeah, could be. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like, like, I feel I like, wanna, I feel like, I want to know what I feel like that was, I feel like that was a resistance meeting. Hmm, maybe. From what we from what we saw in this episode, it looked like could that be resist? I mean, that guy had weapons, and yeah, you know, um, Roger uh, uh, Hornsby has all these what Lance is his name, right? He has all these um, answers to everything ready, handy. It felt like, oh, is there a is there a resistance going on? Um, I hadn't thought uh, about I, that I, way. I, you could be right. I don't know if I'm right or not. Um, I do agree with you. I mean. I felt a little sorry for Eugene, but not that sorry for Eugene because it was so obvious he's being played since two seasons ago when he first heard the voice on the radio, right? And everyone in Alexandria is like, don't tell her anything, don't tell her anything. And he tells her everything, and then he goes off, right? Like, I felt a little sorry for him because he was crying pathetically. I don't think, though, she played him. I think they just used it to their advantage, right? That was what I got out of it because that other girl came to him at the end of the episode, Max, whatever her name is. All right, whoever was, she was in on it, they were all in on it, like regardless of whose actual voice it was on the radio. And whether Max is telling the truth or not, she could be lying also. That could be continuing ploy to distract Eugene. We don't know yet, right? But, um, like, Eugene, I mean, it seems to me pretty obvious from two seasons ago that it was, a, that it was all a play, right? Um, and uh, I... I don't know. Sorry, I, don't I don't really like Eugene. I hear their dog, yeah. I don't really like Eugene that much. Um, partly because, like, nothing against Josh McDermott. He's one of the better actors on the show, right? But I feel like they, like, to me, Eugene's a little too much a weirdo who has never toned it down at all. Like, I know that he is a person who, um, he played, like, he's always played up his intelligence because he didn't have other skills. And he always falls back on it. But I feel like they have not let Eugene – I honestly, I find his style of speech very distracting, even after all these years. I find when he – the way he talks, like, always distracts me from what he's saying. Right? Or, or okay. yeah. I find Fair it really – after, like, five seasons, I still find it really annoying and distracting. Um uh, and, I don't know. I, I just I like Eugene, but um, I felt bad. <laughs> that was my main thing. I don't know. I thought it was a cool reveal, but like I said, I don't know that it was a super surprise because that Max was the, it had kind of been floating around the internet because of the cast and everything. It had been floating around the internet, and also like when she appeared in the episode two weeks ago, and she had like when you saw her for the first time, and she had those glasses, she like looked so much like Stephanie, right? that it was sort of put the idea in viewers' heads also, I think, because of that. That she just, think. you know. Oh, okay, I had thought about it that way, but yeah, I guess you're right. The physical resemblance sort of, I think, put it in. Um, it was, I mean, it, it was, I don't know. It, 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 I guess it's kind of a silly way also for Eugene to, um I don't know if if this is how we're gonna find out that things are like something's rotten in the Commonwealth is because of Eugene's girlfriend going missing and then Lauren's like ridiculous um, 
newspaper career. I don't think. I, yeah, I guess, question, no. I guess what I'm saying is I really haven't seen anything that makes me think the place. I mean, I'm sure there are bad things, and we've had this discussion, but I haven't really seen anything yet that makes me think that like it's this horrible place. You know what I mean? Well, no, I That's mean it's I, not like was kind of my point. It's not it like the governor. Like okay right now. Like the no, governor right. had heads in tanks and was having gladiator contests, right? And Megan True. was like. And to, to be fair, I was just going to say, to be fair, regardless, and, and I don't know, but regardless of what Milton's, um, you know, reasons to power are, I mean, it, it, it seems like whatever she did, it's worked. I mean, the people have been safe for X amount of years, and it seems like it's a thriving community, so something has to be happening right, or there has to be well, something really wrong that's yeah. being hidden, one or the other. Yeah, um, and you're right there. Like, 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 right now, the big sin, like, the worst thing seems to be that it's an inequitable society, right, and that there are people with yeah. certain skills who get, um, who get, better housing or, you know, the way that um, Ezekiel can't get, he needs an operation and he can't get to the front of the line. And it's never really explained why he's not the front of the line. It's because they only have one surgeon and there are people who are a lot sicker than him that are in the front of the line. Or is it because um, he appears to have no job and not contribute in any way? Like, it's not really, I feel like that wasn't well explained. Um, right. But it does seem that the worst thing they're they're doing, you know, the idea is like, class. Yeah. Yeah. And this idea like, okay, you want to build it back the way it was before. Was it really that good before? Or can you, could you do better, right? But, I mean, to your point, if you don't like it, you can leave. Or uh, They're not being held prisoner there, right? They could leave if they wanted to. Yeah, because he, um, he even says, Eugene, all we ask is that you're a productive member of society while you choose to stay. And, you know, I mean, he says, though, if you don't want to stay, don't stay. Um, I, I think it was so, also interesting and funny that he told Eugene, he's like, I don't give a shit if you tell anybody. <laughs> Although yeah. I don't think – I think he knows Eugene probably won't, but I think that that was funny where he's like, yeah, go ahead. They'll just think you're done. Yeah. I don't care. I thought yeah. that was funny. Um, I mean, yeah. Eugene does not appear to be a productive member of society. As far as I can tell, Eugene, well, Carol, and Ezekiel – Yeah. No, but Eugene, Carol, and Ezekiel appear to not have jobs, right? Jobs that we're aware of. Um, well, no, Carol works at a – bakery or something i think they show carol at some point yeah. making food we saw her we saw her carry out a tray of cookies at the harvest festival to me that's not indicative that she has a job she just carried a tray of was cookies it at the, the festival? festival i thought she carried yeah. them out of a bakery she i don't know she, i thought she worked whatever places. it was one i could be wrong two it was a two second shot in one scene of one episode and i don't take that i'm aware like she has an endless time to go roaming around all the time. She goes wandering around the wine store. She goes yeah. hangs around with Lance. She has no job. And yet it's really interesting to me why Lance is, like, why is Lance going out of his way to try to convince Carol that this is a good place to live? And why did he bring her to the poppy field? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. I, see, I think, and, and this is just, I have no idea, honestly. It's just my opinion, but I think that, Hornsby kind of sees some of himself in her, maybe. I think that after what she did with the wine, I think that he knows she knows how to play the game, how to how to. Uh, I don't want to say how to how to game the system. I don't mean it like that, yeah. but like she how knows how. <laughs> yeah, she knows how to make things work for her and do what is required. And I think that kind of what he, although I think he takes it way above that, probably at least he seems like he might, but. 
Um, yeah. I think that he kind of sees that she's just like he he knew that she'd do stuff for him. To, like, you know, yeah, you'll get the surgery because he can like use her to get, you know, for bribes and things like that. I'm I'm, I'm thinking he probably thinks that there's other things she can do for him. I think it's it, well, like if you a, can be helpful to him, then you're a good person, you know. Or at least so that's, that's a good my, thought. I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't really thought about that. It's not clear. Um, I mean, I still think he's underestimated her, right? Like Carol, Carol's one of the smartest and savviest characters. And we have seen many people underestimate her at their peril, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be more interested in that. I'd be more interested to see that unless, you know, I guess, I guess what I don't like about like the, like the, the Connie storyline right now is that, it's just boring because do you really care that Trooper Tyler, is his name Tyler? Who cares that this guy went missing, right? Like we, um, I can maybe see how she is a journalist. is like, oh, this guy's missing. Let's look into it. But we as viewers, who cares? Who cares? He's a guy that we don't even know. He was mean to, he, I mean, he had our people prisoner. Princess beat him up. Now he gets fired and he's missing. And like, who, like, do I care? Or would I rather see what I'm thinking he's doing? More, yeah, I don't care either, but I think it's more the idea that there's some kind of conspiracy going on. Than well, here, actually here's the other question. If you're basically an authoritarian dictator of a community and you don't want people to know what's going on, why do you hire an investigative journalist? Why would you even allow her to be work? Why don't you be like, go work in the basement well, with Carol? I think that's for show. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think that's to say we have nothing to hide because they want her to not find anything and her to post what they want her to post. That that's my opinion on All right, that. but you could get but, you could get any number of people to do that and not hire an award-winning investigative journalist who you know is going to be trying to talk right. shit. Right? You're right. <laughs> like Yeah, yeah, no, right? you're totally right, but maybe that yeah. was her only skill. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, she's a good I, fighter, I right? But they seem to not. I mean, here's the other thing. Yeah, they don't if you had all these people that. You know, they don't care about that, because why is somebody like Daryl and Rosita going through basic training and having to prove themselves? Like, the whole thing is crazy. Um, worst scene in the whole episode. Did you catch that scene where the stormtroopers, or whatever they're called, the troopers, these guys were, like, outside? Like, they have this armor on that's supposed to protect them, and they're supposed to be big fighters, and the zombies were about to eat them, and they couldn't, like, those two guys who were, like, trying to hide in the car, and Mercer had to come and chop the zombie's head. For them. Maybe that's why they need Daryl <laughs> to show them how to fight. Well, it is, but I, you know, I, I, I think of a lot of, and I read the comic books, and, and I think I didn't think of it as much in the comic book because you're just reading, like, a really short comic book, right, and moving on, not watching an hour every week. Like, how do they manufacture all this stuff? Where's the, pla- the armor factory, blah, blah, blah. But they seem to not be able to move very well. They seem to be really afraid of getting bitten, which... How could a zombie bite you through that? Like, it just seemed, to, to me, that scene was another scene. We've seen so many scenes across these shows of people that after 10 years still are easily overtaken by rotting corpses. The zombies right. should barely be a, I mean, I think part of the point of the Commonwealth storyline is that the zombies are less of a threat now and rebuilding society, you know, has, is, is another, I mean, there are threats. Of people. It, it, yeah. People are threat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, as the zombies become less of a threat, yeah, of course we have the storyline, but I just sometimes wonder how these people survived this long. It just bothers me sometimes to see inept people fighting zombies because I'm like, how'd you live this no, long? No, no, you're right. right. 
But maybe it's because they've been there. Maybe they've been there from the beginning. So they haven't learned. But you would think if they're well, soldiers, yeah. they would So I don't know. It's, it's not clear how long the Commonwealth has been secure, how long people have been living behind walls. Like, are they more of a, more of a world beyond kind of sheltered, inexperienced community? Or are they, you know, have they made their way there? I don't know. I guess yeah. looks like next week might be a flashback episode. It looked like the promo for next week looked like they were at Alexandria and Hilltop talking about, we saw Maggie, we saw Daryl, so it has to be a flashback, right? Talking about, I guess, whether or not they'll I'll go. Like, like to I don't understand the timelines on the show. I never understand the timelines on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't answer that. I mean, but I do have some comic book questions for you. Um, but okay. I definitely, you made me think though, I think that I, I, I told you, I, I don't, I don't think I said it yet on the podcast, but I'm talking to Josh Hamilton this week, the one who plays Hornsby. I think that that is a good question to ask about why he chose Carol and what he sees in Carol. Um, Cause now you've got me thinking about that. But um, if you think of anything else or anybody else thinks of any questions you want, you know, they want to send, feel free to tweet me. Cool. Yeah, there should be tons of questions for him. He, um, yeah, uh, and he, um, you know, he, he, he seems like much less of a threatening character anytime um, Pamela's son, um, what's that guy, the guy, uh, Pamela's son, I forget his name. Uh, is it Roger? Now the horrible said that. weasel. Yeah, the horrible weasel. Yeah, I know who you mean, um, but now I can't think of it. Yeah, if, if I think about it, that should be a good interview, but that's a good question to ask him. Yeah, like, what does he see in Carol, and why is he – is it merely because Carol helped him with the wine that helped him to see something in her? Or, I mean, you know, is he or being played? He is he something? playing her? Yeah, does he need something from yep. her? All good questions. Yep. Cool. All right. Everybody in my house is being so noisy. I'm sorry. I don't know if you can hear all that going on. I, um, <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, I think I'm trying to. I think that was about it. I mean, the the whole thing was about Eugene. That was pretty much, I think, the whole episode, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Eugene, and then a little bit of Connie. Uh, well, yeah. Right? Yeah. And Carol, a little bit of Connie, a little bit of Carol, some Eugene. I was very impressed that they're able to grow poppy fields to make morphine um, in Ohio. I mean, I get so. I mean, there's a growing season, and like you can grow flowers in Ohio, right? But then they had this huge operation, uh, basically like a drug plantation, um, to make more right. to the hospital. That was, um, to me, that was almost, that was more impressive, really, than even the um, impressive amounts of electricity and ice cream they have in the Commonwealth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, so moving on, the, uh, everybody knows about the big announcement this week from the franchise, right? Yeah, we should we should mention that, yeah. Uh, what's it called? The I, I forget now what it's even called. I think it's, I think it's called, it? I think it's called Home, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I think that's what it's called, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's so perfect. <laughs> um, Isle of the Dead, I think it's called, right? Yeah, yeah. Islands of the Dead, Isle of the Dead, Islands of the Dead. Um, AJ, you haven't spoken yet. Please tell us what you think of this idea for us. I think it's fucking and will you watch it? <laughs> I wasn't watching so the current watch. one, so no. I know, I know. Um, uh, all I want to say is this. The man literally, literally, not figuratively, didn't think about 
literally bludgeoned her husband. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As my my wife likes to say, as my wife likes to say, he made Glenn's eyes go googly-eyed. Yeah. And and yet we're supposed to expect that she's going to take up with him. It's the stupidest idea I've ever heard of in my life. I heard you guys talking about last week that Negan Negan is afraid that Maggie could kill him at any time, yet he's going to go to New York City with her. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's why when I read it, I honestly looked at the date. And I'm like, it's an April 1st visit, because I didn't even realize it was, like, a legit – I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't admit that. But I honestly didn't think it was a legit press release at first, but I knew I got it where I got it from. It had to be. Because I looked at the date. I'm like, wait, no, it's not April 1st. It just seems so strange. It's bad enough that they announce these things ahead, because we know now two more people don't die. Now we have yeah. less people to worry about. But – I don't know. I don't understand the, the the sanity of them having a show. I mean, I know people like them both. I'm not saying you can't like them, but they don't make sense together, in my opinion. Although we don't, granted, we haven't seen the end of the season. Maybe some crazy shit happens that makes it make sense, which I kind of doubt. But we don't know. But um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Now, I, I just saw okay. that, and I was kind of like, really. I'd like to split your statement in half there. I believe some crazy shit could happen. I don't believe it could ever make sense in my mind, right? That these two would be together. That's that's true. Um, That's true. I also cannot understand any scenario where you voluntarily go to New York City because there's like, I don't know, like three or four million people just in Manhattan, right? There's like 11 million, 8 million, 11 million people in New York City. It's America's largest city. That's a lot of zombies. Um, it's a place you would avoid, right? And I just don't see why anyone's going there. Unless they intend to go there and they end up there. I don't know. Well, how um, can you not intend to go through the Lincoln – I mean, okay, it's true that some people trying to drive to New York don't mean to go through the Lincoln Tunnel, and they do, but <laughs> take. Um, I know. I that maybe that's not regular original intent. I don't know. I, I, I'm less concerned with the fact that they make a decision to go to New York and more concerned with the fact that Maggie decides to make a decision to go with Negan. Um, but, I mean, we haven't seen the end of You know, I, to be fair, okay, I, I know we laugh and we oh, it. I do think, it, yes, and I know, but I do think that this season has been a lot better. It's, I mean, it's still not, you know, uh, you know award-winning necessarily, but I think it's it's gotten better. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 it's, it's hard, though, for me to buy Negan and Maggie, period. Um, yeah, I, 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 can't, yeah. I can't wrap my head around that, but we'll wait and see. Yeah, I just don't buy I, – and honestly, I, I mean, I, they, I can't – I don't agree with New York. I, have, I can't understand what – would be believable voluntarily. They, they haven't even, we don't even see them go to D.C. We told them go to D.C. like, they didn't even say it was D.C. when they went to a museum to get a plow, remember? Um, and that yeah. was presumably, It is kind I of think, a weird place to go, too. Yeah. I don't know. New York City? Why would you? Um, no, I mean, during the apocalypse, not in general. <laughs> well, I mean, it is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like, and also, so the premise, according to the press release, is that New York City has been sealed off, so, like, none of those zombies could leave, right? 
Although yeah. it's also kind of hard. Worse. It's also kind of it's also kind of hard to believe, honestly, on this franchise that these zombies are even still a threat after they've been dead for twelve years and should be like rotten down to a skeleton by now, right? Yeah, if they're original. It's like it's, anyway. It's, it's like the strain. The it's 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 like the strain, but with zombies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, we wa- we saw the show, and it was the strain, and we saw I am like yeah. that, right, oh, and so we've seen right. this before. Um, well, I do think saying that the zombies are going to be stronger and faster because of what happened at the end of World War <sighs> which I still don't think that meant that or didn't seem to mean it to me. It didn't make sense in that way, but that's neither here nor there. But now that's like they're saying they're doing that to refresh the franchise. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, there's no, there's but, no refreshing uh, the franchise. You have eleven. You yeah, have eleven years <laughs> of the of the, of the flagship show, which went so far off course. Nobody that read the comics recognizes anything on the show anymore. Practically, <laughs> you have know, *The Walking Dead*, which I, has high and low points, and you just yeah. keep milking the cow. Which, which actually yeah. is funny. Artie said, Artie said yesterday. He's like, boy, he goes, they're just going to milk that cow for everything it's worth. And I said, oh, no, they're done milking the cow. Now they're beating the dead horse. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I was going to say the one thing I still don't understand, and, and I know it's just from a from a money perspective, I guess, but, but I, I still don't understand that if you have a show and you want a spinoff, a spinoff is not main characters. Why not just continue the show? Like, why call it? a spin-off. I don't get it. Like, if you have, like, take supporting characters and you make a show out of it, okay, I can maybe see it being a spin-off, but when they have such a big cast and such a, you know, I I, I don't know. To me, it doesn't make sense to say we're having a show about Carol and Daryl. That's not a spin-off. That's more of the same thing, in my opinion. I I don't get why they're calling it a spin-off, why they don't just say, we're going on for a few more years. Well, because technically it is. Unless it's a renegotiation thing. I don't know. But you mean kill everyone but, on The Walking Dead and just have Carol and Daryl be The Walking Dead? Right. I'm saying, like, to me, that would make more sense just to do that and then call and then have it about right. them than to so, actually say it's a different show. But we're getting off let, 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 let me ask you both of you a question, actually. Are either one of you watching the Carol and Daryl show or the Maggie and Megan show? No. I'll watch I'm only Carol watching. Daryl. I don't know about Maggie and Megan yet. I'm only watching this until it's over because I've been watching it from the first year, right? I I don't want to watch a Carol and Daryl show because I I think, I, I mean I think Carol and Daryl are interesting as part of the group, and like are we just gonna see like Carol and Daryl have a different like adventure every week? Like I don't know. Like is it gonna be the? I don't know. I, I'm not watching. I, look, I have no. I'm not watching it because I've lost all respect for or interest in this franchise. And as, as AJ said, I mean, the reason they're doing these spinoffs, Jamie, is because they want as many simultaneous shows as they can. They want to have three or four or five active shows, right? Okay, who's, like, cleaning out their not me. closet? <laughs> I'm sitting that on time. the couch. That was, that, was, me. that was me that time. Okay, well, I understand you're trying to multitask. I'm all for it. <laughs> anyway. Like, powerful microphone. I, I, I anyway. Gonna watch it again. That's fine. Although I, I do feel think like they, I, I am curious what they're gonna do with the anthology series because I think I that has potential. But again, it really depends what writers they get and how they do things. To, yeah. I don't know. 
I, I mean, I think I'm going to keep covering at, this stuff, but. I think as AJ said, they've already milked the cow. They are now trying to draw blood from a stone and just trying to, you know, this is not like the Marvel Cinematic Universe that has, what, 40 or 50 years of comic books and characters and, like, voluminous IP. This is a very slim piece of IP that was a comic book that ran for 150 issues or something like that, right? Um, not even, not so, even that many. So it's fine to maybe use it as a jumping off point, but I think that this this franchise has been out of ideas for a long time. I think, I mean, we all, we all think Scott Dimple is a terrible creative lead for this operation, right? Um, Angela Kang is probably the most, the two guys that were the head of, that are the head of fear need to be fired, right? Angela Kang is the most talented person in this operation. And, it, it, mm-hmm. and to Jamie's point, like, like, uh, does it ruin the ending? Every single major character now can't die. Carol, Daryl, Megan, Maggie, we know, don't die before this show ends. They're, do I even care if anybody else dies? Like, they're the only people we care about, and they all now have armor, and there are no stakes for their they, – they they, they're never really in any legit danger because we know they have new shows coming. I just don't understand – the marketing operation that announces these things before when there's still more than a year to go in the, in the show. Right. Yeah. I don't know, but to be fair, regardless of what we think, there are still like a lot of people that watch this show and like this show. So regardless of them beating whatever they're beating, people are watching it. If people continue to watch it, they're going to continue to make it. Okay. As long as they they're watching it. Do they like oh. it? Or the people like us who watch it and then bitch about <laughs> it afterwards? Right. <laughs> the comment right, sections. I'm sorry. Every I'm review. All. all right. Nobody every review. They're all making noise. Every review. Every every Facebook post. Every social media I see about this show is just like fans being like, "Oh my god, I can't wait till it's over. I have to watch it anymore." I just and and yeah, I just don't understand announcing a sequel and who's in it before before that character's arc is done. Yeah, like, I know, guess I'll find out by how many people watch the new shows, you know. I don't know anyone that um, used to watch the show other than you two that still watches it. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only two people I know that that watched, like, you know, the beginning and, and have stopped watching it. I have one friend who still watches it who we should get as a guest on the show because Nicole also was like, okay, what was that this week? Like, what is going on? Why am I watching this? Why Why was that so dumb this week? Um, I, yeah. And, you know, so, so I would say, AJ, from a comic book perspective, the one thing, like, Mercer is pretty true so far on the screen to the comic book. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot that remains to be seen with that. He's only been in a couple episodes so far, right? So, yeah. well, well, I mean, we'll given, given that Rick and Carl are dead, I can't see how the storyline is even remotely the same unless they're using different characters. To, and, and is Michonne even still on the show? No, nope, Michonne is not. And Dwight has a big role to play at the Commonwealth in the comic book, and he's not in it anymore either. No, right? he's over so on the other show. Rick, Carl, Dwight, and Michonne, who are all huge in the comic book at the Commonwealth, are all off the show. So I don't really know how, and I don't know how they transfer a lot of a lot of that over to new characters. Like, like, like 
so Yumiko, because she's a lawyer, is taking on some of the um, some of the Michonne storyline. But is she Michonne. really going to be able to take on? Yeah, yeah. Yumiko's taking on Michonne storyline because she's also a lawyer. But can she really take on and what since, really happens there? Yeah. And, and since Maggie yeah, and, is going to New York with Negan, her storyline from the comics is clearly not going to happen either. Right. And because Rick is dead, uh, his like well, I don't know who can take over that storyline. Uh, because um, and have anybody care? Have, okay, Rick is not dead, but they think Rick is dead, right? They also like Rick is not well, on the show yeah, anymore. Yeah, he's yeah, he's not there for this to happen. So for Rick so. to for Rick storyline, and there's not really a person who can like no one on the show is like the real leader the way Rick was, right? So for someone to take oh, on the Rick role, right. I, I just don't see. Yeah, so it's not even going to be able. I don't know how yeah. what happens to the Commonwealth is even going to be able to follow. Um, how? Because because in the comic book Dwight Dwight betrays Rick, right? Dwight's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is. Hey, look, he's an idiot on the other show also, but <laughs> yeah. Um. So none of it can happen. Yeah. So, anyway. Dwight Dwight um, makes some bad decisions. Um. How, how are the, how are the ratings for B, uh, World Beyond? I don't think that was. I'd have to look it up. Uh, I think. So I don't know if you knew off the top of your head. I don't. I, I think it so was that, not well watched because the first season was horrible. I think I think it was accept critically it was accepted a bit better in the second season. But yeah, it was the, definitely better in the second season. But the viewership had already like was not with them, right? The view it, it, I think it had the lowest viewership of all of these shows, and the viewership was not there because the first season was so bad and so critically panned, and so many people like dumped it, right? Yeah, I was just um, curious because that kind of might give you, give them an idea of what these new spinoffs. Granted, the new spinoffs are going to have famous, you know, familiar faces, so it might be a little better. But I, I just, yeah. you know, it's it's like I said, why it's why it's in this day and age so much easier for me to enjoy a show and then when it, you know, jumps the shark or does something that really, you know, that the, the creative team does that pisses me off. There's such a vast world of entertainment yeah. that it's not like it used to be where it's like you had, you know, uh, say, three or four shows a night, seven days a week. So it's like you got like 24 sh- shows in in the fall, and that's it, you know. And there's some yeah. syndication here and there with original programming. But you were limited to like, Karen, what you say, say it's fair to say like 30 to maybe 40 shows a season. And that was it. Yeah. Now we've got all these streaming so services. Many, there's so many things. To, I mean, there's so else. many things to watch. You know. Yeah. That, why am I gonna suffer? Why am I gonna sit and suffer through something that's just a bad? Well, and b the yeah. people behind it think I'm a friggin' idiot, and they want to waste 25 minutes before they reveal what I've been waiting all goddamn summer for. I think that the, just to get their ratings reason, up. I think they should consider the Walking Dead people, and and maybe we should move on in a couple minutes. But I think the Walking Dead um, powers that be should consider really the best thing about World Beyond was that it was two seasons and done. And I think that is what made the second season so much better was that it it moved towards a conclusion. There was an end point. You knew it had an ending. Yeah. It had an ending. They 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 knew they had an ending. They moved towards it. There was some. I didn't always like it or necessarily think 
it, you know, but it, it had a, mm-hmm. a much tighter second season than anything I've seen on any of these shows in a long time. And it, it had a, a point, it had some tension, it moved towards it. And maybe these new spinoffs should be like it. If it was like, I don't know, one season of Maggie and Negan go to New York, maybe, I don't know. I don't even know why they would commit those well, I know it said who six are... episodes, but I don't know if it meant that it was just the first season, six episodes or six in general. I, I don't know why. I don't remember. Those two good actors would even. But that's yeah. why I think the anthology, I think, could work. Because if they're like individual episodes, like I think the show, with what it's good, like there's certain things that they do good, and I think that they could do an hour story good, you know, without having, like you said, when you have one season, you have one story. I could see individual stories being done well. Now, whether or not it will be, I don't know, but I think it could work. But uh, the Negan and, and, and Maggie thing, I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know. Hey, one of you guys have your TV on in the background? Could you turn that down? Maybe? Not me. I hear it. Not I me either. It. Oh, someone's got someone. Oh, it just got quiet. I took mine off Whoever. speaker, so it's definitely not mine. Oh, that's probably a lot. Yeah, there's like some conversation or some, some TV or people in the background. Um, yeah, I'm sitting alone in my uh, living room, so I don't know. All right. Anyway, um, I don't know. I hear it though. All right, we've given The Walking Dead too much time. Let's uh, talk about what do you want to talk about? You want to do Snowpiercer? Snowpiercer. Oh, and Resident Alien. Which one do you want to talk about first? Um, Let's talk about Snowpiercer because it was so bad that we shouldn't take very long. Oh God, yeah, it was bad. Karen, Karen can go first. Yeah, (laughs) we already know what Karen's going to say. I I think this was a waste of an hour, and I was really surprised. Like, we knew from mm. last week from the promo that this was going to be, like, a dream sequence episode. I was really disappointed that more than 50% of it takes place in Andre's mind and doesn't really have much to um, – it wasn't much of an exploration. Like, I think we could talk about it and try to – draw parallels to what's going on in Andre's mind, but ultimately it didn't really make much sense. And we can talk about the very, very end, which was, which was kind of frustrating, but I felt it was a big waste yeah. of time. And, and I was ready um, to write you guys and say, if I fast forward to the last five minutes, will I miss anything? <laughs> no, <laughs> which you I wouldn't have. I kind no, of I thought, that. And you, you know, I hate dream sequences. And I'm always going to complain about it, but this was like, 60% or more taking place in Andre's mind and didn't really reveal anything, anything that we didn't already know. And yeah. is that a big reveal? I mean, it's arguable. Now, there was, like, the, the, the part that was taking place around Andre of people being concerned about him. A couple of things happened. I'm frustrated with a lot of that also, but at least it was, like, legit. It was real. Um, mm-hmm. What did you guys Okay, Jamie, you already talked a little bit about you didn't like it either, huh? Sorry, do you still want me to talk or do you still want him to talk? You want to talk or you want to throw it to AJ? Throw it to one of you No, I I don't have much to say. Um, I I think they had the opportunity to do something interesting. Like, I thought it was going to be like a, you know, Wizard of Oz type thing. And and, and they had different people play different roles, which – could have been cool, but to me, a lot of the different roles they played didn't really correlate to their real characters to make any sense. Um, and, I mean, other than, like, a few throwaway moments that were, like, funny here or there, 
it didn't have purpose. I, I, I don't know. And and I was, I, I mean, I think, I guess we, I wasn't surprised by the ending to, to find out that what he saw didn't really happen. But um, I kind of figured that, um, what's his face? I want to call him Negan. Not, what's his name? I can't Pike? think of his name. Pike? No, Pike? the main bad guy. Sean, Sean Bean. I can't Wilford, think of his name. Wilford. 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 Oh, Wilford. Um, I kind of figured that he was going to maybe find something that supported it because you kind of figured that you were going to find out it wasn't true. Um, I'm just kind of worried that um, Leighton now is going to decide that he needs to tell everybody. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I just feel like the point of of his hallucination, whatever, they didn't bring anything to the story. Like, it wasn't done in a way that made it interesting, and it wasn't done in a way that we got insight into anybody. It was just dumb, <laughs> for lack of a better way. Like, well, like, what was the point, too? Like, the whole thing they're um, they're selling, the little Hawaiian thingy? Like, well, yeah, it just, I don't know. It, it just was kind of, I, I agree the stuff around him was some of it was, some of it was interesting, seeing how people reacted. Um and we know now for sure that he isn't with Zara. I thought that was interesting, but that was probably the only deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I AJ, was surprised um, that Audrey helped him, but that was about it. Yeah. Let's let AJ unload. You're next. Um, yeah, I don't have a lot to say because nothing happened in the episode. Um, yeah. 75% of the episode was latent in his dream state, which, you know, sometimes episodes like this can be fun, this is not the show that it can work on. There, there was, there was just pointless and stupid. I mean, we literally went through three quarters of the episode for a five second <clears throat> realization of, oh crap! When I was, you know, kind of out of it, I saw a picture of a fucking tree and made this whole assumption because I thought I was having a vision. Um, but he did say yeah. the most, probably the best thing he said in weeks. I can't leave this train. <laughs> Glad he finally yeah, I noticed that. I was, you know, yeah. but other, I mean, so that that sums up his entire thing. It was literally a waste of time for a five second real, re- realization, which Till said to him six weeks ago. <laughs> All right. Yeah, don't do this. Um, this is a bad idea. I don't, I don't understand Audrey. Um, two weeks ago, Till said to her, "Hit your rock bottom because we're going to need you." And then she kind of like seemed like she kind of was coming around. She was coming coming around, sang that song and everything. And then last week, she was bonkers again. She's screaming at Wilford, telling him he needs to take charge and she can't be around him if he's not going to be, you know, the person he's supposed to be and she'll take mm-hmm. charge. And then this week, Till goes to her again. Lucid. Yeah, she's she's lucid and she's helpful and she reaches, you know, she, you know her whatever you want to call it, power of persuasion or, or, or empathy or whatever it is, she's, you know, special about her, and she's helpful. She helped the man that she wants Wilford to take out. So, I, you know, so she's yeah. very uneven right now. I don't understand that. Um, speaking of Wilford. Guy, Karen, what are you going well, I was gonna say I almost felt like we missed an episode. Like they were out of they weren't because last week Leighton go is locked in with Pike for the night, and I know right. it's not out of order, but I felt like I think we missed an episode like with Audrey, 
and you're going to talk about Wilford, right? And I felt like we missed an episode with Wilford. Well, Wilford not as yeah. much because Wilford's been a little wonky ever since he came out of his stupor. Yeah. But here's my th- this is my only question. And Wilford can, Wilford can be explained. Wilford can be explained, and, and that'll come in time. Um, I'm just it's, this isn't really a complaint so much as a, as me wondering um, is he having a change of heart because he had a near death experience, or is his brain not functioning properly because he was poisoned and now he's like he's not at his full he doesn't have all of his faculties so he's you know doesn't have that that mean streak in him right now and once he comes around is you know is he going to be you know, the old Wilfred again, or is this kind of like a new version of Wilfred because of the poison? Like, these are things that, you know, again, not complaints. I'm just curious. I'm just kind of talking out loud here on what we might see with him. Um, And, you know, then, of course, when he tells Alex, I think your mother, it could be your mother. I think she's alive. And Artie was like, woohoo, I told you, Mel's alive. And I was I, I, no. No, 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 no. And he's like, he goes, you tell me all the time, no body, no dead. I hate it when people you should against me. But I, I agree. No body, no dead. But I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. If Melanie is alive, they better have a damn good storyline behind it. It cannot just be, oh, she got lucky or, oh, because. I, I want a definitive good story to why Melanie might be alive because she wrote a letter that she was walking out into the cold, nothing she had with her was going to keep her alive. The only possible way that she could still be alive was if she went into those tunnels where there was this hot springs and she found a path somewhere and she's been, you know, like walking the crust of the planet, you know, I mean, because I, and actually I, I don't even know, remember where that, I don't remember which station they dropped her off at. This and if I, now, all... I understand, Chris, that, that's why I, I, my, my geography on, on, on where they are and where they were and stuff is a little off, so I'm not sure. But I feel like, like, where was she? Do you guys know that the last time we saw her? I haven't. I, idea. I'm going to Google it while we're talking, but I thought it was Asia. Okay. Now, so when Wilfred was talking to Alex... Didn't he say something about France? Yes, it was it was France. So so I'm gonna Okay. So how the hell did she get from Asia to France? I could be wrong about Asia. I'm googling it right now, but um uh there's a Snowpiercer wiki. Um and maybe I can find that out. Um so a couple things there. So my issue with my issue with Wilford is that he was Last week's episode, he was still in the wheelchair and barely able to speak coherently, right? And now this week, he's all dressed and up and walking around, and he's lucid, and he's reading books and plotting maps and all this stuff. So to me, like, his, his to me, I was a little, I felt like his um, improvement was a little bit, of, yeah, yeah, thank you. I can't speak. Um, I felt like he progressed pretty quickly for that. Um, yeah, I, um, it feels like we lost a day, an episode with him too. And I, I did feel like for him to say, I bet it was Melanie was like, I mean, that is not a, what is that? Um, is it Occam's razor? The, 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 the most yes. obvious solution is probably the 
the yeah, correct one or something like that. Right I don't think that, yeah. that Melanie being alive and that Melanie, wherever they dropped her off, she somehow got on a train and drove to France and flipped a switch. <laughs> like, like, like I could see you saying maybe someone's alive out there. Maybe somebody is alive. But to be like, oh, it's Melanie, to me is just, you know, a little, um, uh, a little uh, crazy. So, um, and also for him to be so, like, so to your point, AJ, it's a 180-degree turn for him to say that she's yeah. alive, right? He has enjoyed um, – he has enjoyed torturing. We don't know how wicked he is either. To be oh, fair. so they were north. They were in North America. I'm reading that when they left Melanie, um, they didn't have enough power to get through the Rocky Mountains. Okay. Oh wait, Melanie. So, so she's in the Rocky Mountains. Alex is successfully. So they get through the Rocky Mountains, and then they get over the Rockies, and that's when Melanie prepares to depart the train. So they were in North America when when she got off the train. So how would she get across the Atlantic Ocean to France? Yeah. Right? So um there so that like that that also like if you know you left her in North America and you think she's in France, Wilford, obviously like it's probably more plausible that someone else somehow survived or come on. Like, but an avalanche fell on the tracks or anything, right? Like, it, it seems a little crazy. Well, um, I, when I, mean, I thought what, I what knew, he said, was like, little, little Mars. <laughs> that you were going to lose it for her to be alive, yeah. You say, he said something a little more nuanced than what I'm saying. Yeah, I think, I feel, excuse me. I feel like it was something about, he thought he caught a break trying to find Snowpiercer. And it was a signal, which is why he thinks it's Melanie. A track signal. It was a track signal or some kind of yeah. a, yeah. Something with Something a track, like he said, right? Yeah. So maybe she's sending out signals that they're coming up in France, but she's sending them from Canada or something, right? Wherever she is. Yeah, okay. I don't know. So I, I, I agree. I was frustrated with him. I was really frustrated with um, Audrey's turnaround makes no sense and I was also frustrated with why anyone would be like yeah let's let Audrey in the room with Leighton and why both Josie and Barbara know. know that's fine that's fine we'll leave we'll leave you alone Audrey almost alone with Leighton that's fine like why would anybody who was there I know but come on like no I agree <laughs> who love him, those two women who love him put up zero protests right to be like, no, don't bring that bitch in here, or we're staying, or whatever. That character um, is the one thing about this show that is like, it feels like somebody else is writing it. It, it just doesn't make sense yeah. at all. And, and why you wouldn't period. be afraid that Audrey, you know, as a, to AJ's point, like, she was ranting and... Well, yeah, <laughs> that last thing she's ranting... When she started putting her hands on his chest, I thought at first she was going to put her hands around his neck. I was like... <laughs> I thought she was going to be like, it. Leighton... Leighton, go to the light. Go to the light, Leighton. <laughs> like, I thought she'd talk him into dying. Like, why would you? I get that Kill was desperate to try anything. Um, it was interesting. So, uh, interesting that this week, Audrey says, well, Till, Leighton's your best friend. Of course you're sad or something like that. And I was like, oh, so yeah, Leighton's still your best friend. not good of a friend to her. That was my other question. Like, I know they're friends, but... They're not that best friends of friends, are they? Well, 
Her best friend used to be Gingy, right? Gingy, was that her name? The girl that was like the bartender and sushi chef, and she's not on the show anymore. Her wife, so, whatever, yeah. I guess this is her new best friend. That was interesting. Um, Jamie brought up the point where Zara says, oh, Leighton and I are much better co-parents than we were lovers or whatever she says, and, and Leighton really needs you or whatever. And I was like, wait, what? Like, we've speculated that <laughs> a lot. And I, right? I'm glad. Yeah, like, I thought about we had that we, conversation, yeah. We have they we talked about it only a week ago. Yeah. Everybody hates Zara at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so that was interesting. And then the part about, I mean, the part where Leighton's like, what if I made it up? I was kind of like, duh, you did make it up. We all know you made it up. Like, you totally made it up. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, they thought he like, made it up, too. I mean, they were lying about it for him, but they thought he made it up, too. That's what makes no sense. I'm like, sorry, but he's the only one person that believed it. <laughs> If you have a vision that you made it up, that's making it up. There's like visions are not real, not in this show, <laughs> right? Well, and like, yeah, not in this show. The only one that believes it. Like, if you want to believe in visions in your life, fine. But on this show, visions are not real. And he had a vision. So yes, Leighton, you made it up. Like, how could he just be realizing I made it up? I I could see him being like, oh shit, that's where I saw it. I totally like. That's why my that's where my delusion came from. Okay. Like, what if I made it up? You totally made it up, and that's every the lie. Like, what are you talking about? Um, but, yeah. Well, and not, you, AJ, not everybody hates visions like you do, though, Karen. Some people believe it. And I'm not saying he should believe in visions, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Him, okay, but, but for this show, for this show, yeah, that does not work. Well, nobody I, else believed it either, though. I mean, Till knew he had a vision, yeah. and she thought he was nuts. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Till had the most logical explanation, and it was practically right. Which was right. <laughs> you seen it somewhere else? She said it. You didn't yeah. know it. She, yeah, she said you saw it somewhere else, maybe a memory of from a chi- your childhood. You were a little, you know, you were a little out of it at the time, you know? Yeah. And yeah, sure mm-hmm. enough. He saw it on the locker. That's and exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's actually, I got to say something really – I gotta say something really, really, really funny though. Um, so ever since we saw this damn tree on on Snowpiercer, and I've been you know messing with Artie, calling it, I've been calling it the Tree of Life the whole time. So then, um, like he got me. Tree of Life, he got me to start. He got me to watch um, uh, the anime show Attack on Titan, and uh, oh, is that good? The, it, it actually really is good. Um, and it's um, gotten to the point where the, there's like uh, it's, it's a metaphorical tree, and I was like, "Oh, look, the tree from Snowpiercer's back," you know. So that's been like our running gag lately because it seems like every show we watch has some kind of importance of a tree lately. There's another sh- there's a show on Amazon uh, Prime called Vox Ma- The Legend of Vox Machina that recently had a tree that was important, and there was something else yesterday that we watched that had a fucking tree. <laughs> so every time I see a tree or something, oh, um, in dark, on that that box that uh, the the one woman has, there's a there's a tree on on uh, engraved oh, yeah. on her little cedar box, and I said, already right, uh-huh. the tree. I was like, this is another tree. Well, there's like a tree. <laughs> He's like, I can't there. get away. He's like, I can't get away from this damn tree. <laughs> 2022, the year of the tree. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, uh, so, all, right. all right. Anything else, or so can we move on to Alien? We can wrap up. We, I think we are way too long on that episode. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing. Before happened. we, 
before we go to Resident Alien, so AJ, you started watching Dark, huh? Yeah, I'm, uh, I, fi- I finished episode five the other day. Okay. I finished the series the other day. I still got to watch the finale. I'm so embarrassed I didn't watch the finale, but I Jamie, like you, you went too long on that. I'm going to have to rewatch the season to remember what happened, I think. <laughs> well, because, I'm telling you right I've now. I've everything but, like, the last half of the finale. Like, literally, I, for whatever reason, couldn't finish it at the time, and then stuff happened, and, yeah, I never got back to it. Well, so. Jamie... You remember, season three is so complicated that I don't think you can go back to the. I don't think you can go back to the finale a year later and understand what the hell's going on. That's why I said <laughs> you're going to have, have to watch. watch the whole season. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Uh, I thought good. it was. I thought it was very good. And AJ, thanks to you, I was like, oh, I didn't know Netflix can can do translation, and so I watched it dubbed for a while. <laughs> yes, you have to watch it dubbed. Although I thought it I wasn't as good dubbed. This actually, this show has some of the worst voice acting. I'm sorry. That yeah, like the one bad. girl, it's so distracting. Some of them are okay, but like the one girl, I don't know, like her voice just irritates the crap out of me and it, it seems so not her <laughs> to me. I did prefer I, I did prefer the subtitles to the dubbing. I did. Anyway, good. I'm glad you're watching it, AJ. I'll be interested to hear how you like it as it goes along. Um and I texted you guys that I watched the first episode of From. So I don't know if you guys are liking it? it at all, but I thought it I forgot was, about it. Um, I thought it was okay. It's, it's very set-up-y, right, as many first episodes are. Yeah, the first um, one is very predictable, but it's, it's a good show. I really like it. I think you need to yeah, watch I thought, I think they I thought they gave away what's going on pretty early. Like, they give away yeah, that's very that's early in the episode, episode everything, what, what the, like, what the, like, like, supernatural or monster or whatever situation is going on, they get away pretty early, which makes me wonder if there's going to be more to it as we progress because they gave it away so early. Yeah. And it was very, it was very Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right? It was very, um, it reminded me of the movie when, um, in the movie, is it? No, in the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer where, you know how like, um, how, how, um, Dylan McKay, what's his name? Luke Perry, and is it David Arquette or like vampires? And the other, the other guy who's his friend, that's an Arquette, right? You know when he's outside the window yeah. and he's like asking, he's asking the girl to let him inside the window. Like that exact scene is in From. <laughs> <laughs> you know Jamie when the grandmother's outside the window and she's like, No, yeah, me. I know what you're talking about, but I've never. And I was like, Oh my God, that's totally Buffy the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is what thing happened. I'm showing my age. <laughs> Um, anyhow, yeah, it, it was pretty good. I'll I'll probably watch. I was afraid it would be too scary, actually, but so far not. No, so I'll watch it, some more. It hasn't been. It's not. I mean, it's got elements of it, but it's more suspenseful than scary. I think. Yeah. All right. I've well, seen, I think three. I, I need right. more time. Let's, I haven't had to. Finish all right. Watching. We can touch so on that in the future. Yeah. So yeah. Resident yeah. Alien. All right. Yep. This so also was um. Lost in New York. This is another like adventure in New York episode. Yeah. This was a fun adventure though. I liked it. Um, yeah, but they killed the, the fact... octopus. <laughs> they what? Yeah, well that was hilarious yeah. though. Killed the octopus. No, yeah, um, I didn't like was, they killed it. That really was funny. funny. But it was really funny. So um, I, I kind of I think I you know it's like. This is one of those shows where it's like, I mean, it's a sitcom, it's not a sitcom, but it's, it's a comedy. Um, 
and you know the season can only revolve around blowing up the earth for so long and everything so i kind of i find i like the idea that um sam's death is actually bigger than just because we never really knew why harry killed him um yeah the real harry so the fact that it's turning into something a little bigger i think is kind of interesting um and i was wrong i thought that that was the government that had contacted him last week because they intercepted I well, I thought they intercepted his, his his message what they actually intercepted was the message from Goliath um as we you know so there really is another alien in New York um I know which when I, think I thought an alien fun. And, I let, and I let you convince me it was Linda Hamilton and it's another alien <laughs> I was like oh, yeah I mean at the end of the episode and at the end of the episode we find out yeah, at the end of the episode, we find out that they, they intercepted Goliath's message because Bad, Bad uh, Scully shows up at the uh, at the deli. Um, yeah. Harry on Harry on LSD was hilarious. Um, I thought that was pretty cool with the location. <laughs> yeah. The locations create a map of constellations. I thought that was really cool. But I mean, yeah, the, the, cool. the highlight of the whole New York, uh, the whole thing with Harry and Asta was after Forty Two died. And Harry ate him, <laughs> and apparently he was delicious. <laughs> but the best part is, yeah. I was like, wait a minute, isn't that cannibalism? Because the octopus is supposed to be like his cousin. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yep, yep, he ate his cousin. Yeah, that was. Um, what else? Oh, and and and, and some of the stuff. Some of the. Yeah. Oh no, I know. And some of the side stuff in. Um, in, in patience was kind of interesting. Uh, the, the mayor and uh, uh, what's her face there, Darcy. Darcy. I thought they had an interesting conversation. Um, you know, the mayor kind of opened up, which was which was really mm-hmm. cool because you know it, it kind of it, it opens up his character a little more. You know, um, mm-hmm. makes him a little more three three dimensional instead of one trick pony. Um, and I thought of Karen when he was like, I get to fart whenever I want. <laughs> and now we know why <laughs> farting as soon as she left was such a big deal because he's never farted in front of his wife in all the years they've been married. So, um, And, of course, we're getting more about the sheriff, which we kind of already figured the, uh, figured out why he is the way he is, but now he opened up to Liv, yep, finally who, 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 is, who is conducting her, her UFO investigation after he told her not to. <laughs> yeah. I did like the yeah. conversation. I mean, uh, so I liked this episode for a lot of the same reasons. I like that um, that they're they're getting that a lot was happening. That like the storyline was advancing for a lot of characters, um, but it wasn't just like don't let the world like you have a good point, AJ. They can't always keep talking about like don't let the world blow up, don't let the world blow up. Like that gets a little boring, and so to have a side trip related mm-hmm. to that. Um, getting out of patience was great. I agree with you that I like the, the character, you know, this week we had the characterization more of Ben and of Sheriff, what's his name? You know, we had Liz Mike. previously, we've had, we've had Darcy, we've had a lot of the characters um, getting, becoming more three-dimensional to us this season, which I like a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and, and seeing, like, we all know the mayor's kind of a really tightly wound, repressed kind of a guy, but to see him you know, open up a little. Does he like Darcy being the person to do that for him? Um, 
I mean, Darcy more and more is like my favorite character, right? Darcy is like, she's supposed Darcy. to be like really dysfunctional, but she's so good for everybody else. She helps everybody else so much. Sometimes I forget, like, yeah. I, I like when the show reminds me that this is a tiny town and they've all known each other since kindergarten, right? Except Sheriff Mike is like a new guy yeah. in town and, and Harry was a new guy, but like all the supporting cast, all the locals have been together forever. They all know it. And I like when right. the show plays on that um, yeah. a lot. Um, I also, I mean, I agree. And Jamie, you probably do also. I'll give you, throw it to you in a second. But the whole Goliath thing was pretty cool with the murals and Harry figuring it all out. Like, it's nice. You know, Harry often is played like a total doofus and for a lot of, like, ridiculous comedy of not knowing how to be human. But every now and then they let Harry have this moment where he's, like, really smart and figures shit out. Um, with his alien, yeah. like, you know, knowledge and whatever. And, like, that was kind of cool. Um, and, yeah, that mystery where this guy's like, Harry, what are you doing here? Like, why are you in New York? He's like, mystery, mystery, right? Like, wow, this show's getting, like, a little more, another layer. So, yeah, I really like this yeah. episode. I I thought that, obviously, the, the, it sort of ended on a cliffhanger. It's like, how long have you known he's an alien? I thought that was pretty cool, but I, I don't know why. I, I yeah. want to know who this Goliath is, but for some reason, I think that lady might be Goliath. Did you get oh, that? That's opinion? what I think. And I yeah. say, she's Goliath. No clue. I've only seen this far, but I, I think, think she's no, Goliath. I thought so at first. See, I thought so at first until she said to ask that, how long have you known Harry's an alien? I think I think that that woman is Goliath's Asta. Possible also, right? Because yeah. if she was an alien, would Harry have seen her as a lizard person? I would think so. Right? I would think he'd be That's able to good... detect her. Yeah. That would yeah, be that's so my impression, the, too. The aliens, you don't think this is going to be somebody, if it isn't her, and again, I don't know because I haven't seen any further, but if it isn't her, you don't think it's going to be somebody we know, do you? For some reason, I feel like it would be weird. I don't see how it can be. But yeah, no, because sure because it's be someone who's based in New York. So who could it be? Unless it was Harry's oh, ex-wife. We don't know any. There's nobody yeah. on the show based in New York except maybe his wife, and that's really not possible. That's just too much. I think it's somebody new, um, and I think it'll. I think it's going to be someone who's been on Earth even longer and is really even more human. Right? Like Harry's going through this thing where he's struggling that he doesn't want to become too human. Like, that's sort of his thing these last few episodes, right? Like, he's, he, um, and I, I, I wonder if it's yeah, going to be, like, this, this person is totally human and, and, like, doesn't want to leave the earth. Like, 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 I'm human now and I'm staying kind of thing. Um, yeah, although it makes me think they will send somebody else if they sent him after somebody else didn't do it. Yeah, maybe this person didn't pull up the earth and now they sent Harry to follow up and Harry's not going to do it either, maybe. Um, because Goliath's been around. It, it can't be a, a person, it, it can't be the alien that came to follow up on Harry because Goliath has been around long enough to yeah, become Goliath a very talented first. artist, yeah. right? Goliath was there first, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know. It would be interesting to see. I, I mean, could Goliath be even a different kind of alien? I don't know. I haven't read the, I don't know if this happens in the comic. I don't know if they've, I haven't read the comic. I don't know if they've exhausted the comic already and like moved, like this is beyond. No, I, don't. I don't know. It could, like, could it be a different alien from a different planet or from a different, I don't know. 
Probably not. I don't think the show has the budget to do other kinds of alien costumes. Yeah, I think um, it's probably the same. It's probably the same from this planet. But yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was a, a, like a, this was an episode that really like moved shit along. Yeah, definitely. We we got more, and we um, I, I was just gonna say, I guess we already touched on it, but I was gonna say I did like the thing with um, with the sheriff and the deputy, and how he she like realized the way he's been acting, why he's been acting like he has. But you're right. It wasn't just him. Yeah. We got, um, yeah. What's his face? But stuff on him. The season. Too, so. really the was this episode eleven? Is the season almost over? Right? Was this episode eleven? No, this is episode six. No, eleven. I just don't know where you get. Oh, it's six. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I gotta no, say, no, I don't Walking know where you're getting eleven from. Walking Dead was episode eleven. Walking Dead, Walking was, Dead 11, was eleven. Yeah. This was six. So we're halfway through or more. This is going to be ten or thirteen, right? So we're halfway ten. through Resident Alien. Could be ten. So we're sixty percent through. Yeah. All right. Anything else, you guys? Nope. On this one? Nope. I nope. think that's about nope. it. Okay. That is that everything you've seen this week, Jamie? You got anything you want to talk about before we do the Star Trek shows? Um, I'm trying to think. Like I said, I have the Walking Dead interview. Um, the other stuff that I have interviewed for aren't things that you guys would have, or people necessarily would have seen. I'm talking to, I told you, I'm talking to Marsha Thompson from um, Thomas and Thompson. I, should say it. I hate when I forget names. Um, uh, Thursday for um, the Bay, but she uh, was in Lost. Who? She was Naomi. I told you about that, remember? Oh, yeah. Yep, and she's in a new show. I briefly told you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I have that, but I don't think anybody would have, you guys I know wouldn't have seen it. And then, like I said, I talked to Ryan Quanton today for um, his movie Expired um, from True Blood. I did ask yep. about True Blood too. And then yeah. you did. You talked to Ted Danson. I'm kind of jealous. I wanted to talk to Ted Danson. <laughs> I talked to Ted Danson and Holly Hunter today. And Holly Hunter, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. For for Mr. Mayor, and I also talked to some of the other um, supporting cast, including the young woman, um, her name is, I think, Kyla Kennedy, the young woman who plays Ted Danson's daughter on the show, she played Micah on The Walking Dead. So she was the, tw- Lizzie killed Micah, and then Carol had to <laughs> Lizzie, right? Oh! Oh, she's probably older now, though. <laughs> she's 19 say. now. I guess oh, wow. She's 19 now, now, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I talked to her. And a couple of the other, um, there's a guy from SNL who's on the show. I talked to a couple of those people. Um, And I, and I talked last week to the couple cast from the new Apple show, right? The last days of Ptolemy Gray, which is Samuel. I didn't talk to Samuel L. Jackson, but he's the star of the show. I'm not important enough to talk to Samuel L. Jackson, but I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I tried. (laughs) I tried. I know. I knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, um, it was nice. Hit- nice. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and I was gonna say I'm doing Young Rock tomorrow, but you guys don't watch comedy really, other than. Your no, comedy I watch Young Rock. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah? I didn't realize you did. Yeah. Oh, well, t- text Jamie some questions. Yeah, yeah. Who are you talking to? You. Um, I'm saying AJ. Send us some questions. Everybody but the Rock, I think. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't think you're talking to Dwayne Johnson, but. <laughs> no, no. Ba- basically, I think everybody but him. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I have it written down here. I'm looking to see. Hold on one sec. Because I don't, didn't know who they played. I had to look it up. 
uh, the showrunners, the one that plays the mother, uh, the grandmother, um, the one who plays Andre the Giant, although I talked to him before, and um, the one who plays Dwayne at different ages. There's like three different ages. So basically, yeah. mostly everybody. So. That'd be explained. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That should be cool. All right. So, yeah. Okay. All uh, right. We'll talk to you next week, James. Oh, and I have a conference uh, with uh, Michael Bublé coming up, too, but it's a press conference. I don't even know if we're going to. Michael Bublé? Does your website cover music now? Sometimes. Well, I don't usually get offers of music, but it's for a reality show, actually. It's for a singing competition. Ah, Let's that explains it. Thing. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but that's a press conference. But that'll be up to Um but yeah, I think right. and I still have more uh, Shining Veil to go up yet, so um, people can look for that. All right, cool. All right, well, go okay. get some sleep, Jamie. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Eat some. laughs> go to sleep before 3 a.m., Jamie. Uh, and you're such yeah, a night owl. I yes, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, well, I'll All right. talk we to got, you guys we got next some week. Talk about your shows. Yeah. Yep, all right. All right. Bye. Okay. Have a good Talk week, to you then. Have a good night. Night. You too. Bye bye. Night. Bye. Okay. All right. We got Discovery. We got Picard. Uh, what do you want to do first? AJ, which, hmm, I don't know. Um, maybe we should let's Picard. do Discovery first. All right. Let's do Discovery. Let's do Discovery first because while it was an interesting episode, I don't really feel like much happened. Um. So yeah. Michael and and her her team go down to the planet to try and find a way to talk to the Tensi um, species. Um, so you and I last week talked about we you know we're kind of you know hoping that it's going to be you know something a little different than we've seen before. And based on those skeletons, I'm pretty sure the Tensis are uh, kind of big. <laughs> So yeah, they're, like, they're definitely not going to be humanoid. And they seem kind of snake-like from the from the vision. Yeah, I definitely got like a right? reptile type. Yeah, I got a reptile feel from, yeah. those, from those skeletons that we were seeing. Um, you know, and I, 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 one thing I did like, and I, I always, I always like um, uh, Detmer whenever she's around, and I thought it was kind of cool that she figured out, you know, they figured out that it was the dust that was doing this to them because their EV suits have never experienced anything. You know, it's not in the database. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that was cool. Um, I thought that was really cool. Um, I, I don't, this whole thing with book and Tarka. Um, at first I thought it was a really bad plan for book to go on discovery because he's, obviously very recognizable. I didn't realize that his plan was to crawl through the ducks, which was actually a good plan. Um, and, you know, I'm, I, I almost, I almost like having a toy be the one delegate. that's like, we need to advance, advance, advance. I'm like, well, she's a general, so it kind of makes sense. But at the same time, it's kind of like stereotyping her into that role yeah. because she's a general and she thinks, you know, we're wasting time here, you know, um, so I found it very strange that when she talked to Book later and he told her his plan, 
She's like, okay, but you have to let diplomacy work, try first. If that doesn't work, then do your thing. I was kind of surprised that she wasn't just like, yeah, let's go, just you know, let's go turn this thing off, you know, considering how she was yeah. earlier. So I thought that was kind of a surprising. Um, Especially, well, it was weird and, because she was sent. And that's she was it. Sent on that mission, she was sent on this mission as a diplomat, but then she's sort of like acting not diplomatic and more like a, like a, you know, a hawk. Well, she's a general. She, she did kind of, yeah, I know. And then she did kind of go back and forth. I agree with you. Um, I thought the book and Parker storyline really so. So, I agree with you that the the A storyline with with Burnham had some high points and some you know not great points about it. Um, I. The idea that this is a race that communicates through dust that conveys emotion or they, they communicate through emotion and only our our crew could only experience it through the dust or whatever. I, I'm not even really, like, I can't explain it because, like, you had to watch it and it doesn't even totally make – it defies explanation a little bit, but they communicate by emotion, right? Um, and they're by the end of the episode, they're putting together this alphabet kind of or language of emotion that we're going to try to use to talk to them. I mean, it is interesting and different. I, I'm glad I, I spoke last week. I'm like, I hope they're corporeal. They're not like energy beings and they are corporeal and they're gigantic. Um, I like the I liked the bit of the sort of. I don't know if I want to call it an ethical dilemma, but like. Do this? Do the ten C know what they're doing? Do they know they're destroying planets? Do they know they're wiping out entire worlds and species? And if they do, if they do know, then they obviously don't care. And so, you know, who are we dealing with? I kind of liked that whole idea. Yeah, that whole conversation. I like that. Yeah, I like that conversation. Uh, you know, it also uh, the general like we should attack now. I don't think there's any way that our that our force, like, I don't think attacking is an option. I think diplomacy is the only option because yeah. based on what we've seen in the 10C, they could wipe out the Federation in a second, right? Like, like you're really going to, yeah. like, shoot them? It's like a bee stinging a human. One bee stinging a human is going to get killed. Maybe a swarm of bees. I don't know. But <laughs> um, it seems like a dumb idea. Um, but I like that little ethical I don't know if I actually call it an ethical thing, but what, who are we dealing with this species, and do they even care that they're wiping people out? And what if they don't care, right? Yeah. Um, it actually reminds me a little bit of what happened in Picard, which we're going to get to. So, you know, at the end of Picard. Um, oh, yeah. So I, I thought the book and Tarka storyline was a little – was not good, as good as it has been. Part of it, I guess I don't like the idea that it's so easy to infiltrate discovery. Like what? Like book has this plan. Like what? Like humans can fly from one ship to the other and crawl through like a, I mean, it's kind of like the death star had that little vulnerability. I'm like, really? Nobody knows that it's possible for humans to like shoot over from their ship and crawl inside discovery somehow. Like I was like, wait, what? Crazy. Well, Um, because Tarka did, Tarka did some sciencey stuff first and book knows the layout. So, yeah, I don't um, think just. And, I mean, had book had book not gone too, I don't think it works that easily. And you know, and of course, Tarka every time they need to do something, he just does some science stuff, and it works. Yeah, um, and of course, and uh, you know, I can see why book would go with Tarka because Tarka's a, a lying liar who lies. 
and you can't let him go by himself because you can't <laughs> trust him, right? <laughs> I mean, he his self-interest, I mean, he talked a good game this week about saving billions of lives, but we all know he's about his own interest. And just because we yeah. learned the backstory last week and it was emotional doesn't make him still not a self-interested jerk, right? Who really doesn't care, I think, if people want to discover get killed. Um, yeah, I mean, so he, all of that um, was a little... His, his backstory didn't really make me like him anymore. It kind of didn't. You know, because he, first of all, he, he betrayed his friend. Yeah. Right. Well, um, I mean, in the end, well, he was sent to, he was sent in as a spy, and then he didn't report. He actually lied to them. Yeah. All right. But it's still, you know. Uh, but, I mean, it established his main motivation is guilt. His main motivation is guilt. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and he's so, I feel like he's so driven by guilt and making it up to his friend and alleviating his own guilt supersedes any real desire to save a billion lives. Right. Like, like I'm going to, I'm going to like redeem myself. And if I save people at the same time, that's great. But my self-redemption is the most important thing to me. Right. Like that's yeah. his motivation talking to him. Um, I, I thought was look. I enjoyed seeing Tignataro back in this episode. She's fantastic, right? And she hasn't. My understanding is that she hasn't done a lot of episodes because of COVID. She she couldn't travel or didn't want to travel because of COVID, and so that's why Tignataro has not done so many episodes as Reno. Reno is her name, right? Um, yeah, Reno. Uh, Reno. Yep. I kind of. I mean, I, I think it's kind of interesting that that is who Tarka took hostage. Um, because she is one of the few people who is approaching his level of intelligence on the show, mm. right? I mean, I I, I think that um, uh, I want to call her Adira, I think Adira and Reno are are two of the people who are able to maybe talk to him on his level. Um, and I think it's interesting that he, and like also the, she's just hilarious, and it should be good. To yeah, watch. the thing I like about Reno is. While she's, you know, she while she's a brilliant engineer, she's more of a, like a grease monkey. You know what I mean? Like she's an old, yeah, kid, yeah. You know, she, mm-hmm. she's not yeah. like Stamets. Like I love it when I like it when her and Stamets go at it because Stamets is getting all scientific and everything, and then she's like, "You see this apple? You see what I just did to it?" And he's like, "Oh, of course." You know, like like the way she breaks things down, <laughs> yeah, type of thing. You know. Um, yeah, I just I, I was a little disappointed because obviously they revealed her in the cell for laughs, but I want to know how Tarka, who was laying on the floor, managed to overtake her. Yeah, good point. I mean, she comes in and he's hiding. And she's like, "Hope you're yeah. a surprise party," which is kind of funny. And he's under like a table yeah. or whatever. She should have been able to like hit her communicator, call for security, pull out her own phaser if she's armed and right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Kind of curious how that uh, Um, came to be. How all that happened. Yeah. But it should be good. It's interesting. All like, it's an interesting choice narratively for Tarka to take her hostage because I think of, like, I didn't see much of her in Book together. Like, of all the people that Book will want to save, like, I, I just didn't. I mean, Book Book is a good guy who'd want to save anybody from Discovery. But, like, right. 
it's not a heartstrings moment for him. Like, actually, I, no. I'm like, oh, like, they made a choice here that it's not Adira or it's not a more vulnerable person or it's not a, right? I mean, that that was, it's, I, lo- I can't wait to see how that plays out with her. Oh, I can, I can already see how, I have a pretty good idea how that's going to play out. She's going to annoy the hell out of them. <laughs> and Book's going to be like, of all the people you could, of all the people you could have gotten caught by and kidnapped, you had to get, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she'll drive them insane. She'll never stop talking. Um, yeah. That should be pretty so good. It'll be interesting to see how this whole thing plays out. Yeah, I um. So now I, I think the way they left it was they only had they only had twenty nine hours at the beginning, and they spent like twenty four hours on this planet, right? They only have like five hours now or something. Within that long amount of time. Yeah, I, I think it's more, a little more than five there. hours, but yeah, they have a very short amount of time know. to get back to the Alpha Quadrant and try to communicate. Um, I'm sure they will. I'm sure it'll be Burnham who will be the mouthpiece, right? And I'm sure they'll figure it out. But, yeah. I mean, obviously, because it's not going to wipe out everybody. Um, well, you know what I think is going to happen, I can, or I can see happening, is I think they're going to be successful in communicating, and the uh, 10C is going to be like, holy crap, we didn't realize we were destroying entire planets. We're so sorry. We'll stop right now. Tarka is going to be like, screw this shit, and he's going to screw up the whole thing because he wants that power source for himself. Yeah. Something along those lines is, is where it's going to go. I, I think you're right. I think that having had their own planet destroyed, 10C doesn't want to destroy, like, other entire species, right? Well, that's right? what, you know, that's kind of what our crew is thinking or hoping at least. Yeah, that's what Michael's banking on, yeah. Yeah, um, except for Saru the Killjoy, who is, who is like, or they might know, and they don't care. Like, thanks, thanks, Saru. You're all, you know, positive thinking, and you had to go and throw that in there. <laughs> Debbie Downer has to come in there and be like, well, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong, but I hear you, yeah. No, he's not wrong at all. Um, yeah. Um, so. And I just wanted to add, so, I mean, I agree with you that I really like Detmer, and anytime Detmer's on, I enjoy her. I kind of really like Adira's teen crush on on Detmer, yeah. right? She has like a little, I mean, she's like, I admire professionally, but you can see it's like a little crush, right, that she has on Detmer. Yeah. Um, because she gets all like, like when she's around Detmer, she she gets all goofy and says stupid things and is all shy and whatever. It's really kind of cute. Um, yeah. Uh and it's crazy. I mean, and and you know, Detmer kind of interacted with her and was cool to her, or whatever, which was nice. Um, I'd like to. Uh, we did see Detmer have a have an emotional, like vulnerable moment this week, which we don't see that much. Yeah. Right? Um, which was kind of cool because well, that, that was the whole point. That was kind yeah. of the whole point because that's you know, Detmer's always got her shit together. Very rarely do you see her flawed in any way. Yeah, and I guess you kind of knew, like, if in the beginning of the episode, Adira says, I love Detmer, she never loses her shit. Like, you know that she's going to lose her shit. Yeah, you know she's going to lose her shit. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But it was played well. I liked it. I I, I mean, it was a pretty good episode, I thought. They don't always, like, it went somewhere and shit happened, which doesn't always happen on the show. Yeah, it was funny because, like, it advanced the story, but I felt like not a lot happened. 
<laughs> no, because uh, now we only have like two episodes on the planet. Left. We spent a lot of time with yeah. people having like hallucinations and uh, yeah, it took a little while to get to that like oh communicating through emotion yeah. thing and it remains to be seen how they will actually communicate like like do you have to stand there and like have an yeah. emotion in front of like how does that even happen i don't know um you know what they could use I, I think they could use deanna they could they could use deanna troy right about now they could use Deanna troy now <laughs> she could yeah um but I think not a lot happens in a week like this because they're holding now the main action for probably the last two episodes, right? I think we have two more, yeah, three more, two more. So I think they're holding maybe. Uh, you know. I feel like this. I feel like this was was this eleven. I think this might maybe that's where I got eleven. Oh, uh, eleven, look. right? I'm. I yeah. I feel like this, this was might 11. have been eleven. We have two more. Let me. So let we have two me more. Look real quick. So, you know, that would make sense that you hold, you hold your action until yes. you get where you're going. Yes, Rosetta was 11, so we got two left. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. They should be two pretty right. good ones, I hope. All right. So, um, On first to, episode of Picard. Uh, season two of Picard. Oh, my God. That was great. I loved it. I thought it was really good. And, and I I that was all I know is Artie gave me dirt. Artie Artie is not familiar with like he watched season one of Picard, and you know I've had to give him a lot of backstory as you know as we watch and stuff and everything. Yeah. Like last season, I had to explain who Data was and everything, and because um, he's he's not really familiar with um, the next generation, like. All, all the shows that I grew up watching, like he's not. And it's funny. I said to him, I I, I googled, and it's like there's 800 something like 865 episodes across 41 seasons of all the Star Trek shows, you know. And yeah. every Star Trek show, except for the original and Enterprise, like Deep Space Nine, The Next Generation, and Voyager, were all seven seasons. Enterprise was four seasons. The original series was three seasons. So there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of TV there. Um, and, he, and he's watched so, zero of it. And he's watched zero. The only thing he's seen is um, the J.J. Abrams movies. Uh-huh. So, I mean, like that's a lot. That's a lot of history to get caught up on. You know, that's a lot of TV. Yeah. So, so, um, you know, the episode starts and he goes, you know, and he goes into the bar and I was like, Diane! and I and he just looked at me like, okay, should I know who that is? And I was like, no. I was like, damn it. And at the end of the episode, I was like, Q! And again, he's giving me dirty looks going, okay, who's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and that you know was... what? It was great. And I feel like somebody like Q, we're obviously going to see a lot more of in this season, and, and or you'll have a chance to kind of get to know that character. But Guinan yeah. was, like, I don't want to call her an Easter egg, but Guinan sort of like a, a thing that, like, is Guinan going to be a character? No, I think Probably she's a one-off. not. No, she wasn't on Earth in the past, right? Um, so, no. yeah, I, I feel for Artie. I, I did appreciate – so I spent a little time trying to catch up on – I'm like, what happened last season? I remember last season, the board blow up. But I did spend a little time, like, let me read and kind of catch up, refresh. And you didn't really need to 
have seen last season, I think, to understand the like it was great to um, see characters who all were a part of last season. But Rio, like Rios and Doctor, what's her name, Allison Pill, um, and um, Soji. Like we saw them all, but I felt like it wasn't really, at least for this episode, you didn't really have to have watched all of it last year to sort of understand and accept and, and enjoy those characters in this episode. Um, I, I, you know, I I think you can. I think it's going to be possible to understand, like, to come in, like, if you didn't watch season one, you come to season two, all you need to know is, like, these guys were all in season one, and they all became friends and worked together. And now they're his posse for season yeah. two. And maybe that's all you yeah. need to know. Well, I, I think it was kind of great. Well, yeah, especially since apparently this season is going to take place in 2024. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Which I think that's great. be very interesting. Yeah. Um. Um. I... I yeah, I liked it. I thought it was really good. I I kind of really liked the um, you know, it, it was slow in the beginning, but I liked the whole like business with Picard and he's kind of old. This is not vineyard and he's hanging out with I forget the woman's name, Relis. Laris. Laris. Um, the Romulan woman whose husband was killed last season, and there was that little moment of like, will they or won't they? Um. She wanted to. I, he I, didn't. <laughs> uh, he, but he did. He did, right? But then he didn't. He did, but, he, um, but he's Picard. He always pulls back. He does. And he is, like, I mean, they're friends, but he's sort of her employer also, right? And her husband's only dead yeah. 18 months and whatever. Like, like, but that does seem to be a big setup for this season. Like, is Picard, I mean, Picard across all everything we've ever seen him in across all the seasons and all the shows, he's never had more than a one episode, you know, romance. Maybe he had a recurring person a couple of times, but he's never, I mean, the longest partner. Well, the longest he's ever really, and it it never even came to fruition. It was more of a, a a general flirtation for, for seven years was uh, Beverly Crusher. Beverly Crusher. Yeah. Yeah. That was always a, okay. They, okay, they're going to get together, and then it was like, okay, maybe not. Okay, maybe now they're yeah. together. Nope, still not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he had that woman in, I think it was Nemesis, the movie where they go to that planet where they're sort of like... Um, uh, oh, yes, yep. There was that woman that he was, you know, had a promising sort of flirtation and really... Yeah. I mean, he kissed her, he, but, like, he's never... We've never really seen him, like, have be in love or whatever. He always pulls back. You're right. Yeah. He's like, no, space, let me go. So I like setting that up. I wonder if this season is going to be about him. Finally, if he, he's supposed to be 91, right? Um, you know, he's, and granted, you can, I think in real life he's 81. I think in real life he's, he's 81. 80, but he's 80. In almost, yeah, he's 81 in real life. on the show, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I do think that'll probably be a, a – a theme of the season and I'm into that. Like I'm down with like having Picard finally have to yeah. like, face like you've been alone your whole life and, and why. Um, yeah. And I think it's going to, from what we got in the, in the beginning, I think it's going to come back. It's going to have a lot to do with his mother, I think. Yep. Which is cool. Um, I, you know, I think they did a good job setting up all the other characters. Okay. So Soji wasn't that great and they left her on this planet where whatever, but I think, um, 
Seven of Nine being back with her um, Rangers was pretty cool yeah. how they set that up. And yet they bring her right in onto the bridge immediately. Like, they did it so well. Um, again, I forgot Allison Pill's character's name. Dr. – it starts with a J. Dr. Junkin, Dr. Jarris, whatever. Um, you know, that I kind of – you know, they set her up that she's she's drunk in the first scene, and she seems to funny. maybe – It was funny. And she seems to maybe be having a little bit of a problem. Like, so she's like, you asked me to monitor you. And she's kind of, I mean, she did some shit last season that I could, she should be reckoning with, right? Like, I could see why she might be, like, like hiding in the, I mean, she killed her, her lover, right? She's acquitted, but she, she set up a car. She did a bunch of shit that was not cool last season. And I can see, like, yeah. I like the idea that she hasn't left it behind and she's kind of reckoning with it. That's kind of, like, I, they did a great job. So, you know, they got new showrunners, and I think that's a big Girardi, Dr. Girardi. I think the new showrunners are doing a great job. And you know who the co-showrunner is? Akiva Goldsman. Yeah. Who has worked on a bunch, all these Star Trek series, but wasn't a showrunner. And, of course, I mean, the first thing we know him from was Fringe, right? Like, he's got a great, he's made a million movies, a bunch of TV shows. The change has been good for this. I thought it was great. Great. My other thing, I'm kind of glad they didn't mention the, the thing I one thing I really didn't like about the end of last season. You know what it is? How they close the season? What I didn't like about it? I'm sure you didn't like it either. When they transplanted Picard's consciousness into a synthetic oh, body, yeah. right? Like that <clears throat> sucks. Yeah. And I like that they just didn't even mention it in this episode. They're like, yeah, you're almost 100, but they don't have to, like, bring back kind of the worst part of last season. Yeah. Um, one thing I like, though, did, now, did you watch the um, – at the end of the episode, they did the whole – this season on Picard, did you watch that whole this season yes, trailer thing? A little kind of promo. Okay, kind so of you know – yeah, so then you know that Brent Spiner is going to be back in this season also. No, I didn't even catch him in it. He was in it. Oh, you didn't catch that? There's, a, there's no. a scene where Q is talking to, to Data. No, I missed that entirely. Which I don't really understand. Which I don't understand how that's going to work, considering Data wasn't around in 1990, in, in 2024. But <laughs> I don't know. No, so I'm sure it'll and make he, sense when it happens. And he's dead in 2399 or whatever year it is, right? Right. So how yeah. how they're going to? Oh, and that was one of He's been dismantled. Speak, yeah, speaking more of Q, um, I mean we only had him for a few seconds, but John Delancey, I just I've always loved that character so much. And um I thought that was great. You know, they de they have they de aged, you know, him to look like he did before. And then he's like he's like he goes, Oh my god, you've gotten old. He goes, Hold on, let me catch up and then he puts his hand over his face and then he actually looks like he does now. You know, how yeah, how much depth John Delancey himself has aged. So I thought that was a lot of yeah. fun. <laughs> It was fun, and it was a great way to explain why an immortal, unaging character, like, has aged. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really some smart ideas of how to update this. Really, I mean, that's Uh, all very encouraging. Yeah, I think this season's going to be a lot of fun. And um, I love the fact that, you know, Chris being captain of a starship kind of cracks me up a little because he's more – he he's he's a Kirk type captain, and the fact that he's sitting on the the bridge of his ship 
chomping on a cigar was hilarious to me for some reason. Well, that was sort of a sting on his so, own ship, right? I know, but but to be on a but to be on a Federation starship doing yeah. that was was pretty damn funny. It was. I so his backstory is that he he was Starfleet, right? He was Starfleet yeah. before he yeah. went solo. Um, and so now he's back. I, I I love that they gave Seven of Nine his ship, or he gave him yeah. his ship. Like they really. Um, yeah, I like that too with him yeah, with the cigar. It's yeah. not lit, but he's chomping on it. It's like you know helping him yeah, think. Yeah, I just yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah, I thought um, that was pretty funny. I I also like the fact I thought it was pretty funny that you know a lot of these characters we met last season were no longer Starfleet, and now they're all Starfleet again. <laughs> well, not all of them. I mean, it's only really Raffi and Chris. They were either they were they either were kind of they left Starfleet because they were sort of like disgusted or because they were run out of Starfleet, right? And because yeah. of their association with Jean-Luc, they're all back up. Like, Rafi, Rafi is a captain also, right? No, she's yeah, not a captain. she's, she's captain the uh, Excelsior. Oh, yeah, oh, no. Yeah, yeah she's on the Excelsior. She's on the Excelsior. I don't think she's the captain because she's wearing gold uh, and red is command, right? Um, but she's a whatever. She's a security or officer or whatever. Um, but she's I, I don't know. I think she is. I think I think she is the captain, though, because I'm pretty sure when um, that whole scene, um, when she came on screen, I thought she said, um, it, it, I don't remember, actually. I feel like she said something well, about being captain. Yeah, you don't want to you, you don't yeah. want to wear red. Red red people die. Red shirts. Oh, yeah, red shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and I like that they put El, Elsin, Elvin, the... the the El- boy Elden. who was Elden, yeah. who was in the Quajma... Qu- or Elnor. Elnor. Elnor is his name, not Elden. Elnor. Elnor. Yes. Who, he was in that same... So that sect that he's a member of, that's the sect that Michael Burnham's mother joined, right? The same sect of yes. Romulan monks, priestesses, really, they're yeah. women. Um, uh, you know, he, so he's joined... And he's on a different ship. So, you know, it's interesting they put them all on different ships. Like some, like most people are on the Stargazer right now, but um, Rafi's on the Excelsior, and Elden is on another ship somewhere. No, he's on the, Excel- you know he's all- on the Excelsior with her. Oh, right. She's keeping him under his Because that was the whole point. His, his total candor yeah. will get his ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they're together. They'll come back. Um. How would you like the whole Borg business? Like that that it's like that was that's the main connection to like, last season. I mean, I when when you know, they're calling for Jean-Luc that you know, that ship comes out and I looked at it and I was like, what the hell? I'm like I'm right? saying to myself, I'm like, is that a I'm like, is that a Borg ship because we've never seen a Borg ship before. They're all cubes. This is the first time we've yeah. seen anything that wasn't a cube. You know, and yeah. Seven, you know, John Luke looks at Seven, and she's, he's like, is that? And she's like, uh, yeah, you know. Um, and then, yeah. that, that, like, a total new style board, it, you know, that what like we're board. used to. Oh, yeah. With her, she's all black, and she's got, like, a sports field, and, like, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's like, I come in yeah. peace, but you, I, I, we, we want to be peaceful. But you have to do what I say right away. Like that's not how peace works. 
Yeah, which means I'm going to suck all the energy out of your ship and your entire fleet, which I guess was to achieve the time blip, right? Like, like I guess the reason she, uh, we don't really know, but she, I'm not she sure needed, like, what that was. Yeah. I mean, I um, feel like I don't know. I I mean, I think we'll learn more next week, but I feel like whatever she was doing had nothing to do with Q showing up. I think Q showed up because he's like, "Hey, Jean Luc, guess what? You fucked up." <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Q, Q and um, Q and Q and Picard didn't exactly have the best. Uh, you know, I mean, he even says to me, he "Goes, do you remember what I said to you the last time I saw you?" Yeah, Q's so, the worst. Yeah, they didn't I mean, have the. Yeah. yeah. Q's, the worst it's not the like best. Q is a long lost friend. Q is a long lost like I know <laughs> guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was interesting. So I kind of also was interested. It was cool to see how seven of nine, or she goes by seven now, right? Um, yeah. Most of last season, and in this episode, she's like, people don't understand the Borg, like the former Borg, the ex-Borg. We're not, people are so afraid of Borg. People are so anti-Borg that they can't, you know, uh, they're making me nervous. And then, like, as soon as the Borg appears, she's like, I mean, she's not wrong, but when the command is like, wait a minute, you know, Picard's like, they're trying to talk to me, give me a second. She's like, no, boom, 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 boom. Like, you know, yeah. she can't give up her own fear of the Borg. She wishes other people would. She wants them not to be afraid of her, but she's still afraid. She wants everybody to be afraid of the Borg still. It was just an interesting thing of her not able to really well, yeah, I mean, practice what she preaches. Because even though she still has some of the tech on her, she's not Borg anymore. Like, you know, like they can't, they could reassimilate her if they catch her, but they, you know, but she does, she's not part of the hive mind or anything like that. She's not going to like snap at some point, you know, but the Borg themselves, yeah, I totally get her. And she, I mean, and she has more fear of the Borg than anybody because she still has those memories. She still remembers everything that happened when she was part of the hive mind, you know? Yes. Oh, yeah, and she would rather die than be reassimilated. Um, I, you know what's and, actually like, funny? Um, go ahead, finish your thought. Well, and she was assimilated for a long time. Like Picard, we saw Picard struggle last season being on the cube, and Picard was assimilated for, what, like six months? He was barely he was assimilated for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was assimilated for a minute compared to Seven, right, or to anybody yeah. else. Um, and he's terrified of the Borg. So for like, I get it, but they have her say one thing and do another. So I feel like that's where her story is going yeah. this season, maybe. So I read an interview with Jerry Ryan recently, and it was it was pretty funny because when um, she was first approached to to be on Picard last season, I guess the first thing she said is, "What am I wearing?" Because oh, she said that yeah. the, the out that that out that outfit that she wore on the Next Generation, the skin tight um, catsuit, <laughs> was the, yeah the skin the skin tight skin tight suit. She said it was beyond uncomfortable. Like she hated wearing it. That's why. The, so that was why when they approached her about coming on Picard, the first thing she said was. What am I wearing? <laughs> She's like, because I'm not I'm wearing. I don't blame that. her. It certainly looks comfortable, oh, and it was so. I mean, it was so like sexualized, like it highlighted her body in a way that wasn't necessary. Common, maybe fifteen years ago. When well, that show back, was made, I mean, right? for her for her character at the time, it made sense. 
because that's what she was, you know, as a board and everything. And she was, she was, yeah. you know, I mean, she was much more, um, she wasn't as human, I guess you would say, even though she was no longer bored and she was working her way back to being more human and everything, she was still very stern, you know? So for her, that yeah. wasn't a, you know, for the character, it made sense, um, you know, with who she mm. is now. It definitely yeah, makes there's sense no reason she, she should you know, wear that. More yeah. Appropriately. yeah. 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 She, um, so I think based on that, um, based on what we know about the series, the season, and what we saw in that promo, they're all going back in time. So at the end of this episode, yeah. it's only Picard who appears to perhaps have gone back in time, right? He goes back, he, he turns up on his, um, on his own vineyard. Um, yeah. And he's gone back in time and Q shows up, but all going back in time. Yeah, his whole from what I, from what I understand, from what I can tell, the whole his whole crew, the whole yeah. Except for, not like he's you know, I don't know, I don't. Him. Except for maybe Soji, I don't remember seeing Soji in the preview, but I could just oh, yeah. be blanking on her. Everybody else I, I remember see seeing, Soji. but I don't think nope. Soji is. I don't remember seeing Soji. So like I said, I could be preview. wrong. Okay. They made a little point of of, of saying, "Oh, you're going to stay here, and we'll be." I mean, maybe she's a person who remains and and figures it out. I mean, she's a really smart android. I don't know, but you're right. I didn't see her at all in the in the in the preview reel that we saw in like the coming up this season kind of thing. Right. Um, so, and I, I don't we'll see out. how anybody. They must all go back. Like, there's no ability to go back in time. Like, I don't see any scenario where Soji's like, I gotta figure out how to go back in time. Like, they go back in time because no. of the bloop. I'm gonna call it the bloop. Whatever the Borg did. Or them. I don't. It has or, nothing. It's because of Q. Q did it. Or Q. Q can bloop you. Yeah. So Q could bloop all yeah, of them. Totally. Totally Q. Of course. And for Q, like Q could also fix whatever went wrong. Like Q, Q only bloops you because he's fucking with you. Right. Yeah. Because if Q wanted to fix whatever happened, he could just do it. He doesn't need to like make Picard right. go back in time and fix it. He just do it. He's a, he likes to torment everyone. I think it would be great. Like, yeah. Q, Q was always a great character. John Delancey played him yeah, so I love well. Yeah, It's going to – I think it'll be a great season. I, and I, I'm glad they left behind some of the bad things about – not bad things, but last season was very convoluted. Took a long time. A lot of shit went, you know, complicated storyline. Um, too much time spent on – characters we enjoy and the whole like in the end of Picard becoming a synthetic life form ah. um, so you know what I just thought of it would be kind of fun I, I don't know if this would, if, if they have any thoughts about this but I, I'm, I would love it if there's some way they can throw in some kind of reference to um, Star Trek 4 I think it's four, but I forget the name of what the heck the subtitle of the movie was. When they go back in time to get the whales. Oh yeah, your, that's the original crew. Four, yeah, yeah. And that was, and they they went, yeah, and they went they went back in time to like I want to say it was like nineteen eighty six, maybe it was later, maybe it was the nineties, somewhere between like you know late eighties or early nineties. So it'd be so, you know it'd be so great if like. Some you know if they have like you know somebody that interacted with the crew from that time like the um interacted with the crew from back then it was like 
No, there's something, you know, some kind of something I think would be kind of cool. <laughs> well, or they could but do, you know, was it like they've done it? Was it Nemesis or the one before Nemesis where Picard does bump into Kirk, right? Doesn't Kirk appear in one of the more modern Star Trek movies? Oh, that was, that was, well, yeah, they, um, that was, that was the one when Kirk died. Yeah. But that was they were in, that, 2024. Yeah. yeah, that was that was in the world. That was in the um, the anomaly that you know the type of anomaly that Guinan had been living in when they were rescued. When yeah, she was rescued. Yeah. That was the same type of. Yeah, I mean, so well, anything goes. Anyway. It could run into anyone. It could run into anyone. So sure. yeah, I thought sure. it was really good. I thought it was a, a really good start. It makes me really want to watch the rest of the seasons. And I was really uh, yeah. I can't so wait. if I think. The only thing that bummed me out was that maybe I spent too much time worrying about catching up on last season, which I didn't need to. <laughs> At least not so far. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that is a wrap We're... for this week, okay. and we'll do it again next week. All right. Oh, See one thing I want to say. One thing is. Oh. One thing uh, before we go. So I'm almost done with the second book of the Expanse already. And Shut up, if, really? you, if you do eventually plan on, yeah, um, if you plan on p- picking up the first book, was spot mm-hmm. on. Like I couldn't even tell you the difference really? between the book and season one. Um, actually, I could. There's a couple things. And so far, the second book, I mean, I've never seen a show do this. I mean, it probably helps that the showrunners or the showrunners that the authors were executive producers on the show. And they were, you know, asked a lot of times, okay, will this work if we do this? Can we do this? You know, type of thing. You know, they, they had a lot of input in the show. So that's mm-hmm. probably part of the reason. But it is, like, there's so many things. That, that, you know, I mean, the second book, I could see some differences, but it's all the same basic, you know, how you get to certain places might be a little different, but everything's pretty much the same. So, Yeah. So I can't wait to get beyond, you know, to, I can't wait to get the book six so I can continue the story and find out what happens next. <laughs> I know, and go on the side of the novellas. All right, I'm going to yeah. pick them up. And, and let me tell you, right. yeah, and let me tell you, Ava is, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I find myself constantly laughing at her in the book because she, she really is. So like she's the, just What we good, saw huh? brought to life. What we saw brought to life is literally in the books. Like, that wasn't just, hey, let's make her funny or something or whatever. It literally is in the books. Nice. And now that's that's nice exactly that who she it, is in the books. Now when you read it, you see her, yeah. you see um, you see short Yeah, Dutchman. absolutely. So, hey, yeah. <laughs> nice. So, all right. Enjoy all right. your week. You too. Have a good and, week. Uh, talk to you um, next week. All right. Bye, everybody. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Good night.